This is Scott Vanderplue, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 57. I went down to the St. James Infirmary, found my baby there, stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so fast. Welcome back to All Things AE, where we take the written word from aeindex.org and bring it to as much life as I can muster in my voice. This month we have our usual mix of polls, out-of-print sales, reviews, some news, and some letter mail. All right, let's get to it. I guess the big news this month was that um, for the first time, no, the second time this year, well, the first time actually, my family and I went somewhere on the weekend. Uh, we traveled from our home to Ottawa, which is our nation's capital. I mean, I'm in Canada. And I got to the hotel on Saturday and uh, the uh, website was giving me issues. If anybody tried to access the website and got an error, it said you've been blocked by the administrator. I had a WordPress plugin called Defender that for some reason just was using some different criteria after an update uh, to block people. People are only supposed to be blocked if they repeatedly hit uh, files that don't exist on the website. That's a sure sign that someone's trying to hack my website. Or if they try to repeatedly log into the website with the incorrect login, again, sure signs that someone's trying to hack your website. So that's what's supposed to happen, and then they get blocked. So that's worked pretty well for a while. But it stopped working. So I had to switch products. I switched to a different uh, WordPress plugin um, that I find. I used to use it. I switched to Defender because it was much user, more user-friendly. But now I've gone back to my previous product. Everything seems back to normal. And I had a bunch of people, though, that were not able to get into the website on Saturday. So I'm sorry about that. I posted on Facebook and Twitter. And I hope people were able to see that and try again and get back in. So and that was my sad news for the month, for sure. Um, big news, there isn't any. I guess the biggest news is shipping changes. Uh, EC Covers Artist Edition that's been scheduled for September 1st for months has now moved to October 6th. Diamond hasn't updated it yet. But now that uh, Penguin Random House is distributing the IDW uh, AE format books, I'm using the Penguin Random House site as well, checking shipping dates. And that's where I'm getting this. October 5th is the Tuesday. That's when books ship. October 6th is when Diamond would ship it. So I'm still going with the Diamond date, theoretically. We'll see how that goes. Otherwise, we just the two releases coming up uh, through Diamond and scheduled anyways. The Stranko Nick Fury Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Artisan Edition is still scheduled for September 29th. No change there yet. And John Buscema's Marvel Heroes Artist Edition is still scheduled for November 3rd. We'll see if those change at all. Uh, as we talked about last month, we do have some new books, but they haven't hit the Diamond schedule yet, and they haven't changed in the Penguin Random House, and that is the Rocketeer Artist Edition, 40th anniversary, third print, technically. So we're waiting to see when that's solicited, probably next month uh, as well, right? We talked about the Judge Dredd by Brian Boland Apex Edition. That was solicited last month through the 2080 Rebellion website. That's supposed to hit uh, Diamond Previews in October uh, for a February release. So that's uh, two Diamond Previews away. The, Octo- the, oh, the August Diamond Previews came out for books shipping in October and beyond. And there are no new AE format books there solicited. So 
we're working with that very small list and 2021 doesn't seem to get better as these as the books we have solicited to keep pushing further into the future sad news indeed all right that's about it for that uh, I have some uh, site news the uh, people who've been purchasing off the store have been doing so uh, in a bit of a flurry well I really appreciate that this summer I'm down to three books in a portfolio now on the store website. I have John Burns Marvel Classics Artifact Edition for a pretty cheap price, 75 US, 100 Canadian, because the foldout, the Captain America poster foldout is missing. So that was a misprint I received, and I'm selling it here. I also have the Book of Ballads, Original Art Edition for 50 US, 65 Canadian, and that's undercover as well. Uh, I've got Usagi, Ujimbo, Samurai, and Other Stories Gallery Edition. That's currently 200 US, 265 Canadian, because uh, it's actually been jumping up in price lately. And I'm still quite a bit below eBay, but just trying to keep it, you know, in a sellable period. As well, the Wallywood Thunder Agents Artist Edition Portfolio is for sale. Uh, that's a, I think that may be a bit of a hard sell, only because it's quite large. So shipping is going to be tricky. So even though I've got it listed for 30 US, 40 Canadian, uh, that could be, you know, uh, shipping to the States, uh, depending on the size, you know, it could be 11, 12, 13 bucks, and then Canadian could be 20. So I'm not sure that's really something that's going to sell. So, all right, that's the store. And uh, that's one of the ways to support the site, which I appreciate greatly. All right, skipping ahead, let's talk about uh, letters, letter mail. Which are really emails. Nobody sends me a letter in the post. Got a few emails this month. And I'm really, you know, it's, it's funny. I get a, and I appreciate it. People are, you know, we got newer fans or uh, coming to the uh, Artist Edition party. And they're, they're looking for those older books that they missed out on. And they want to get them. And they, you know, this is a very frequent question I have. Is this, is X book being reprinted? It's so hard to gauge what fits reprint criteria from IDW at this point. Uh, at the beginning, you know, they released a book, they'd wait a year or two, then they'd reprint them. All those early R editions have all been reprinted. And then we really had no reprints for anything. And then there was that fairly quick reprint of the Bernie Wrightson um, Artifact Edition from DC. And then uh, no re real reprints again. And then uh, news uh, through Diamond I got that we talked about on the site and I've mentioned on the podcast that they're reprinting the Jim Lee's X-Men Artist Edition Marvel IDW um, but there'll be no new cover there's no new announcement of a reprint you just if you buy the book you may open it up and discover that it's a second print there's going to be nothing indicating it on the outside that it's a second print so it's more, more, of, more of a stealth printing just to keep it I guess just to keep it going so that Penguin Random House doesn't require a new skew or anything it's just Here's this book continuously available. So that maybe that's how they appeal to the Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Chapters, online bookstore market. Um, keeping a book in print. I mean, it's great for the hobby. That uh, is their most successful, I think, Arts Edition to date because of that widespread distribution. Um, really, you know, it, it, it's the collector in me, the long-term collector in me. It says, oh, I want a first print. When really... Probably later prints when they make a correction or something, or if there's a slight fix when they discover something's wrong. The later printings are probably better as far as a reading experience goes, but I can't shake that old collector mentality of first print, first print. All right. 
let me see if there were other letters that did not relate to reprints or the website, which I got a lot of emails about the website, so sadly. But people were blocked. Alright, uh no, that's what it Well that's good. Alright. Let's talk poll. This month's poll again from our good friend and Patreon patron David Jacoy. Said Green Lantern has long been considered one of the best CC characters, created by stellar artists John Broom and Gil Kane. I think uh, I'm not sure Green Lantern has been considered one of the DC's best characters, but hey, I'm going with it. The intergalactic policeman is some of the best artists. Leave their mark on him with thick green ink. Who among these superstar artists deserve the AE format treatment? All right, our selections were Neil Adams, Daryl Banks, Dave Gibbons, Gil Kane, and Ethan Van Syver. Uh, based on, I mean, I put samples up. I voted for Gil Kane. I love the early Gil Kane. I love I love this. I love that early period, the really early Silver Age DC. I just think it's so awesome, and it's so we've seen so little original art from it in the AE format, none. And uh, but the most votes went to Neil Adams, which I sort of expected. Uh, sad, really. I think the uh, I think Gil Kane deserves it, but. I think they both deserve it. Neil Adams got 43 votes. Gil Kane got 19 votes. Dave Gibbons only got 10 votes, which I don't get that. Dave Gibbons, period, that was a great art at the time. Ethan Van Syver got 9 votes, and Daryl Banks got 3 votes. Uh, nothing against any artist, but when I'm comparing it, you know, it's got to be your area, and I am just not into that 90s Daryl Banks art. And Ethan Van Syver, yes and no. It's just too modern-y for me. That's interesting how... I'm aging out here, and I'm looking back at art, and not really a huge fan of new art, so that's sort of where I stand on that, but interesting poll again, again this poll, we put it up on the 16th of the month, it runs at the end of the month, uh, stuck to the top of the website, you can always hit the poll from the 16th to the 30th, 31st, it's always going to be the first post, and then after that it draw, I, I unstick it, it's called sticky in WordPress, and that just goes back down to when it was published, the 16th. You can always vote on older polls. I've got that all fixed now on the site. So if you missed out a poll, you want to look back at our other polls, go ahead and cast a vote for sure. All right, let's talk out-of-print sales. eBay picked up a bit this month. I see some prices picking up. Um, was not the, you know, last month I really thought was in the toilet, the, the June sales, but the, here's the July sales. So three copies of Alien Illustrated Story, average two twelve seventy five. So still keep staying up there. One copy of Batman The Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller Gallery Edition. Sold for $384.99. Wow. Hey, I just wanted to mention uh, this, you know, out of print. When I reference out of print, I'm referring to is it available from Diamond slash Lunar, which are comic, comic shop distributors. But I was just on the Graffiti Designs website, and this Batman Dark Knight Returns Gallery Edition is still available on their site, either the original, either the you know retail cover or the variant cover. So they're both available. So if you're looking for this book, go to the Graffiti Designs website. The only problem with the Graffiti Designs website is their shipping is kind of high. They're based in California. And they don't seem to do media mail. So I've looked at books even in my post box in Niagara Falls, New York, and I have passed up on some. They had some sales. I, I, the only, I really wanted the Frank Miller's Ronin uh, signed slipcased edition. But, yeah, the shipping was way too much. So I was just... Happy to stick with my retail version. All right, moving on. 
Best of EC Comics Volume 1, three copies, an average of 182.67, and one copy of Volume 2 sold for 202.50. Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Moon Knights and Assassins Artifact Edition, one copy sold 329.99. This is a book that just keeps climbing. That's a stand pretty high above the 300s. And that's a book I'd really like to see as an artifact edition just to appease fans who want to see the work but don't want to pay the the extra price. Two copies of Conan Red Nails Original Art Archives, Volume 1, sold for an average of 176.24. Two copies of Dave Cockrum's X-Men Artifact Edition, sold for an average of 140. One copy of Dave Gibbons' Watchmen, sold for 100. One copy of Dave Stevens' Rocketeer Artist Edition, First Print, sold for 175. Two copies of Don Rose's The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck, Volume 1, sold for an average of 175. One copy of Fantagraphic Studio Edition Black Hole by Charles Burns, sold for 139. One copy of Fantagraphic Studio Edition Hal Foster's Prince Valiant, sold for 263.47. Wow. One copy of Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine, sold for 112.50. Bunch of zeros. One copy, three copies of Jack Davis's EC Stories Artist Edition, sold for an average of 194.17. Man, those ECs uh, seem to keep the keep going. Yeah, they seem to roll well in the aftermarket. Two copies of Jack Kirby Commandy, The Last Boy on Earth Artist Edition, sold for an average of 175. One copy of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, The World's Greatest Artist Edition, sold for 225. And one copy of Jack Kirby's Marvel Heroes and Monsters Artist Edition, sold for 199. One copy of Jim Starlin's Marvel Cosmic Artifact Edition, sold for 175. Two copies of Joe Kubert's Tarzan and the Apes, sold for 99, 99 average. One copy of John Buscema's Silver Surfer Artist Edition, sold for 200. Wow. Two copies of John Byrne's X-Men Artifact Edition sold for an average of $358.18. Yowzers. That's up there. One copy of John Romina's Amazing Spider-Man Artifact Edition sold for $60. So that bargain just slipped through on eBay there. One copy of John Romina's Amazing Spider-Man Artifact Edition Volume 2 sold for $145. Three copies of Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition sold for an average of $250. That book is hot on the aftermarket. Wow. One copy of Mad Artist Edition sold for $195. One copy of Marvel Covers Artist Edition sold for $107.50. Two copies of Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition sold for an average of $250. There's a book that desperately needs a reprint as well. This is fairly new enough that you'd think maybe a reprint would happen. But I don't know if that has something to do with the Hasbro license, that it was part of the Marvel license that IDW had to get to reprint that. Tough call. Mike Magnola's Hellboy and Hell and Other Stories Artist Edition. First print. Sold three copies, averaging $187.81. No second prints sold. Mike Mignola's Amazing Screw-On Head and Other Curious Objects sold for one twenty-five. One copy. Two copies of Ross Andrews' The Amazing Spider-Man sold for an average of one fifty-eight seventy-five. Two copies of Sam Keefe's The Max Artist Edition sold for an average of one seventy-nine fifty. One copy of Sergio Aragona's Grew the Wanderer sold for seventy-six. One copy of Spawn Vault Edition Two sold for three ninety-nine ninety-nine. Wow. Two copies of Star Wars Artifact Edition sold for an average of one twenty-eight seventy-one. Two copies of Stranko Nick Fury Agent of Shield Artist Edition sold for an average of one forty-one twenty-five. That's a great book. I really encourage everybody to get that in the full size. One copy of Yusagi Jimbo Samurai and Other Stories Gallery Edition sold for three hundred. There's that sale I was talking about. I'm still keeping mine at two hundred because I have no box and no yes no box and it's open so that's. Two copies of Hollywood's EC Stories Artist Edition sold for an average of $314.75. First print. Second print, one copy sold for $265. Walter Simonson Star Wars Artist Edition sold for an average 
I'm sorry, one copy sold, 137.29. Two copies of Will Eisner's The Spirit Arts Edition sold for an average of 107.48. Going down to my crazy high prices, uh, nothing this month. So that's nice. That's the out-of-print sales. Of course, we have no you know recent print sales since no books have been printed. So sad, sad, sad. What are you going to do? Just keep hoping. I'm making a typo correction. In my spreadsheet here. It drives me crazy that I have Walter Simonson's Thor Artist Edition when it's Walter Simonson's The Mighty Thor. And every podcast I look at and think, I need to change that. And every podcast, I don't change it. All right, changed. Yeah, those crazy sales, I think I'm not. I think they've come and gone. The last crazy sale was in, we saw a bunch in May, and we haven't seen anything since then. So I think those high, high eBay prices sort of peaked in May, and I don't think we'll see them again. Maybe not. Who can say, though? With, our, with artist editions um, being printed, you know, the AE format being printed so much less, I think we're, we may see high demand in the aftermarket if no reprints occur. And if we're going to do these, st- I mean, with these stealth reprints like the uh, X-Men, you know, we've got, I think we'll see higher prices commanded for the signed limited edition. But I think the regular edition, if it's, I mean, it's, it's going to be evergreen and just multiple printings. I don't think we'll see a back issue market because uh, Amazon right now has it on a discount. And if Amazon keeps it on a discount, that'll just be the way it goes. All right. Uh, we're halfway point, I believe. Let's look at the time on this. Yep, a little over halfway. And this is the time when I say, help me, help the website. I can't help it. <laughs> Sorry, double entendre there. The site's fully done by me, you know, chief cook, bottle washer. So if you'd like to support the site, uh, please use the links. Uh, almost all the links I have on the site are affiliate links, and I get a percentage of that. That's the easiest way to support me. Click on a link, buy something. Uh, the only links I have on the site that don't support me are a lot of the French links. Uh, Collector BD is this the cheapest way to get books shipped from uh, Europe to North America. So that's what I'm using for my books, and that's what I recommend people do. They don't have an affiliate program, but they've been so great customer service-wise that I just happily promote them here and on the website uh, the other way to support me is through patreon that's greatly appreciated uh, you can sign up for a dollar a month or more whatever you know whatever you feels and uh, i'd appreciate that greatly that just uh that can mean your own local currency as well now so that's nice i'm leaving it as us because i don't want to interfere with what i've got established i was thought about changing it to canadian for me but then that affects everybody who's not canadian so i didn't want to do that and the third way to support the site is through the store, which we've already talked about. I went through what's there. Um, I have not had any opportunities to pick up any real bargains or pick up extras. Or normally, you know, when I'm at a comic shop and I see an artist edition languishing somewhere or have an opportunity to pick something up at a convention, I think oh, I'll get those. And then I, I've been putting, I put them aside and then I've been selling them on the store. That's sort of what the, how the store, uh, the genesis of the store came about this year. But now as I'm going through my inventory... Uh, and there's been no conventions. There's been no opportunities for me to pick up additional uh, books. So that's sort of how it goes. All right, let's talk reviews for this month. I have two reviews this month. I'm trying to keep on this two reviews a month schedule because I just want to do the uh, reviews as best I can. Um, I was down to one because of the dearth of books being published. But then I realized there's other French books. There's books publishing original art. 
uh, opportunities, there's books on my bookshelf that I've been going through, and these are the things I've been reviewing. Uh, nice opportunities. So this month, actually, there's a book from Fantagraphics that's original art, new, and there's a French book, original art. All right, first up, review-wise, is Queen of the Ring, Wrestling Drawings by Jaime Hernandez, 1980-2020. to Here's the blurb. For the past 40 years, acclaimed graphic novelist Jaime Hernandez has been creating a Love and Rockets adjacent world set in the heyday of 1960s and 70s women's wrestling and lucha libre with an entirely separate cast of characters who have aged and evolved. The beautiful and brutal Betty Ray, the IFW Pacific Women's Champion, aka Golden Girl, as well as former champions Pantera Negra, Miss Kitty Perez, and many more. As Hernandez puts it, it's my Love and Rockets world that's not my Love and Rockets world. This best of book spotlights the women who are often ignored in pro wrestling in 125 foot color illustrations, pinups, action shots, fake wrestling magazine covers, all presented in a deluxe paperback that echoes the Lucha Libre magazines of the 1960s. Hernandez also discusses the work in an interview with fellow cartoonist Katie Skelly. Despite having created one of the most expansive and remarkable cast of characters of any cartoonist who ever lived, under the umbrella of the ongoing Love and Rockets comic book series, acclaimed graphic novelist Tommy Hernandez, Will Eisner Hall of Famer, Eisner, Harvey, Ignitz, and Penn Award winner, LA Times Book Prize winner, and on a very short list of contenders for the title of America's Greatest Living Cartoonist, has been privately amassing a body of work that no one else has ever seen for 40 years until now. This was released in August of 2021 by Fantagraphics. It's 8.3 by 10.9 inches, 128 pages, and it's a hardcover. The solicitation must be old because it lists softcover. It's available from all your favorite online retailers. And it is very interesting. So it's, yeah, it's completely, it's, you know, you look at a 40-year period of somebody drawing things. And uh, it's, yeah, the book's broken up nicely. A lot of color. A lot of ink drawings. If you like uh, Hernandez, Jaime Hernandez artwork, this is a a great company book. And as far as I can tell, I don't know the size. I don't know if this was reduced from his sketchbook, if this is how he draws. Um... But I really like it. the early drawings. Look so much like you know his early style. That I, I really enjoy that early style. Um, before he evolved slightly into what he, how he's drawing now, and uh, the beginning of the book's got color, and like I said, it's that early drawing style. He's got a lot of cross hatching, and a bit different approach to art than uh, what he has now. And uh, the uh, the book then goes on to do. Uh, a lot of magazine covers, like he's doing the faux wrestling covers. A lot of Pete, and he said he does, uh, you know, he's just, he's just doing pen, ink, sorry, uh, pencil, ink, and then uh, pencil grants. And that's sort of what he's done throughout the book. A lot of uh, interesting shots, a lot of, a lot of poses. Uh, and then the second half of the book, he gets into the action shots, right, where he's, like, he's a moment frozen in time, and he's doing... Uh, wrestling moves and stuff, and those those are the best. They're just so dynamic and look so great. And uh, almost all of them are black and white. I do appreciate, like I said, the uh, the inked I like a little bit better than his color. Color always pops, there's no question, but the uh, ink where he goes, a lot of ink. You know, he's doing a black background, and then he's got the ropes in, uh, you know, uninked, so they're just, you know, white, I guess, with the color of the page. Uh, they just pop so wonderfully. Really great book. Wonderful to pick up. Fairly inexpensive. At uh, did I mention how much it was? I think I did. I'm going back to the top. Twenty four ninety nine U S. So it's a nice 
look at art that you would not see otherwise. And I have to say, the, uh, I like the way the interview was woven in. So Katie Skelly, we don't get to see her questions. We get to see Jaime's answers. And Jaime's answers are just interspersed amongst the book, sort of in a, in a cut and paste sort of uh, format. Definitely go to the go go to AIDNX.org. Take a look what I'm talking about. But uh, it's really well done. I love how they work the interview into the, uh, in as just the text of the book. Really great to see. So check that out for sure. Second review this month is Adam Agency, Tome 2, Petit Hanneton, Edition du Luxe. This is my continuing love affair with uh, Edition Black and White, who produces some of the best uh, AE format books in French. They are just gorgeous. Um, I love Adam Agency. I missed the first volume that they had. I mean, I read it. It's, it's available from uh, Europe Comics in English. I reviewed it on eBabble. It is a great story. I'm waiting for this second volume to be translated and available in color uh, on Europe Comics. But this is a wonderful way. Uh, Olivia Schwartz, is, I just I love his artwork. It just looks so great. Such a great style. And anyways, here's the blurb. Publisher's blurb translated. Google Translate. I try and correct what I can. So excuse it if you uh, if you see glaring errors. And if you are a native French speaker and uh, can make any corrections, please shoot me an email. Scott at AENX.org. All right. In a post-war context with the Parisian atmosphere of the 1950s, find your favorite detective, the famous Adam Vercorian, at the heart of an affair that will not leave you indifferent. This deluxe print contains the complete album of 54 original facsimile reproduction plates, as well as 61 pages of color, graphic research, notebook, and unpublished illustrations. 64 color pages in AE format of Olivier Schwartz penciled facsimile pages are also included in this exceptional luxury print. So that's a separate book, actually. You will also find nine pages of an unpublished story signed by Yann and Olivier Schwartz on the occasion of Gil Jordan's 60th birthday. In the same way, an ex libris in three-color passage serigraph in the format 27 by 32 centimeters produced by the company Experience and signed by Olivier Schwartz will be provided to you. This magnificent deluxe volume in the format 30 by 40 centimeters is printed on 150 superior Munkin paper. It has a hardboard, cardboard cover, an anti-scratch matte varnish, a rounded blue canvas spine with hot stamping of the title. Limited edition of 295 copies, numbered and signed by Olivier Schwartz. This was released in June 2021. I received mine about a month ago. Took me a while to get to reviewing it. I don't know what happened. Uh, and interestingly, so definitely please go to the website and check it out. Check out the pictures. So this is three books. Sorry, it's two books and a print. So we get the 30 centimeter by 40 centimeter deluxe hardcover reprinting the original art. We get the a smaller book of pencils all the pencils from the story in a soft cover perfect bound book and then we get a print very nice print when you open the book up there is a tipped in signature plate of the uh, pencils of the cover so gorgeous piece of artwork it is uh, not numbered on that page though it is numbered on the colophon and then also numbered on the, let's see, is it numbered on the print? It is numbered on the print, and it is numbered on the box, the cardboard box that it comes in. So this is very well done. I really, really, really like Edition Black and White. So the book starts with the original plates 
of the uh, artwork of the story. So you get all the inked pages. You see the corrections. He uses correct, uh, Schwartz uses correction fluid judiciously. Uh, it's, doesn't he does use a lot of blue pencil? Likes uh, likes to line his pages for his text. So you got uh, he likes to have his text nice and straight. And then you've got also blue text in the uh, in the artwork. You see a lot blue pencil. I'm sorry, blue pencil in the artwork. Uh, when you get to the, we'll talk about that in a second. This uh, inking is gorgeous. Uh, there's so much to see in this book. Really, really well done. Then we move on to there's a. So there's an eight-page Gil Jordan story. Uh, that uh, I, my French is, is sort of rough. I apologize. It, is it was it published? Was it uh, is it unpublished? I'm not exactly sure. But uh, looking at it, it's interesting how uh, he, he just mimics uh, Milieu's. Uh, artwork style so great and uh the it's a great story i don't believe it's shot from original art it looks like it's shot from the inked artwork so this is more um, a black and white style that uh, we see in a lot of french albums and not the original pages uh presents well and then uh, we move on to the extras which are just crazy amount of extras there's, there's so his storyboard pages which are just smaller thumbnail pages we would call them uh, character designs, a lot of pages of character designs. Shows panels he didn't end up using. Uh, shows covers that he did, like, like because this was released in two different albums in France. Um, it was also released in uh, the Spiro magazine. That's how it was originally published. Then it was collected in two albums. Then it was collected in a deluxe album. And now we're hoping well, I mean, English will be just one album. We see a lot of breakdowns in that. And then we see a lot of color work that he did for this for this book. It's really really well done. The book is a, the, the hardcover is just gorgeous. Then we move on to the pencil book, which has a lot of blue pencil, and you can see much more of his process. It's really interesting to look at this and just drink in what he's doing with the pencils. You see all the text and just, just his evolution. I was I'm really interested to see if. Uh, what size he did these pencils on? Are they original art size? Um, did he just did he ink on these? Did he light did he light box onto? I don't think so. Based on the, uh, I was gonna say did he light box on artwork, but I don't think he did. Based on the blue pencils still visible in the original artwork, so I would have, you know, because you can never be satisfied. I, I, I'm going on and on how I love this book, but then I like to see changes. Right, that's just human nature, unfortunately. But I would have loved to see. Um, the pencils at full size, if they are full size, in the hardcover, and then the inks, and then I maybe the processes would have been a secondary, smaller size soft cover, possibly. I'm not sure we needed the Gil Jordan pages. That's just my personal interpretation. But uh, looking at the pencils and being astounded by them, I just I think I would have liked to see them full size and been able to flip back and forth, you know, pencil ink or even oh my goodness. Had they been able to publish pencil on left side, ink on the other. Wow, that would have been stunning. Such a great book. So wonderful. And a good package. The only the only oddity in the package is the... Uh, when you open the hard, you open the cardboard up, right? Uh, the book doesn't actually fit in the cardboard. There's a, there's a space, there's a gap where they put a, uh, they put a styrofoam a foam uh, insert sort of to, to keep the book from sliding around. And then the, the print is inside the book, but then the, the soft cover is just sitting on top of the book. So it, it did actually does slide around in the box. And I was looking, it's, um, so for some reason, 
I don't know if he had cardboard boxes printed and these are leftovers from previous books that were a little bit taller or uh, this is just what the printer had uh, it does seem odd that the cardboard case cover is not actually printed to fit the book so I'm guessing an extra somewhere or a leftover or you know that kind of thing anyways the book is gorgeous if you're a fan of this type of material please go online order from collector bd or order directly from additional black and white if you're in europe uh their shipping seems to be great the funny that's i can't quite figure collector bd as far as i can tell when i order from collector bd through this uh you know i'm paying you know under 30 euros for shipping and it's coming to me right from edition black and white and who charges 50 for shipping so i'm not quite sure what the deal is there i don't know i hope edition black and white isn't losing money on shipping when they ship to me but uh, I'm happy to get the lower shipping, i got to say. All right, that's about it for this month. I would wish there was more, you know, news. I wish there was more new books to talk about, but there just aren't. We're in that period where uh, COVID is continuing. We're still in the Delta variant. I hate to even discuss it, so I won't. But we definitely need more AE format books. Graffiti Designs, where are you? John Lind, where are you? Have you found a new publisher? Dark Horse, what happened? Where are the books? Fanographics, we loved what you put out last year. Are we going to see something in 2022? No questions answered. Thank you for joining me. And as always, you can reach me, Scott, at aeindex.org. Please go to the website, aeindex.org. Check us out every week. If you don't want to be bothered by having to look at the site to see what's new, please sign up for the newsletter. It's on the bottom of every page on the site. And you will get an email at 3 p.m. Eastern every Saturday telling you what's new on the site. That's it for me. Let's talk again next month. Let her go, let her go, God bless her. Wherever she may be, she can search this wide world over. She'll never find a sweet man like me.